everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. So I got a question for you. What in the world does my dad have to do with quantum physics? All right. So this is going to get a little sciencey, but I promise not to go into the weeds here and get all geeky on you. Okay. I'm going to explain to you what's called entrapment theory, which comes out of the work in, of quantum physics. How in the world does that relate to your relationships specifically for this episode with your relationships having to do with your father and your mother? Okay. So if for some reason that that's a sensitive area for you, one thing I'd like you to do before you go on is to just take a few deep breaths and realize that everything that we talk about on this podcast is in an effort to help you learn, grow and, and receive more awareness. So you have more peace. So if you're being triggered because of your relationship with your mother or your father, I want you to understand the huge blessing and opportunity of working on that relationship. Okay. So come at this with an open mind. You might want to write some thoughts down, especially if you're being triggered a little bit, pay attention consciously, write down some thoughts, taking notes will help you stay in the moment. And then if you need help with this later on, please let me know because I want to make sure that you go down this journey. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So what in the world does my dad have to do with quantum physics? Well, I'm glad you asked. So there is a a theory or phenomenon that has happened in uh, some some studies in quantum physics. Now, I'm not going to bore you. I'm not going to give you a bunch of references. I'm just going to explain the principle. Okay, so it's called entrapment theory. So the easiest way to explain this is let's take um, two protons. So they're very, very tiny things, right? And I'm not even going to tell you how they know this. It's, it's really is fascinating. If you just look up entrapment theory, you'll find all kinds of stuff. Um, So basically you take these two protons and they force them together. Okay. So they're in this like really tightly packed relationship, if you will. And then they go through whatever magical process they do as scientists and they force them apart. Okay. Now what they did first was they forced them apart just into separate containers, kind of on the same table. Then they did all these tests. And what they found was If you changed one of the protons, didn't even matter which one, there was a change in the other one. Now they're separate in different containers, same change. And they were like, oh my gosh, isn't that cool? So what they did was they continued to kind of separate the distance, right? So what they did was they had, you know, um, somebody in New York and somebody in England and they were testing this same thing happened change one proton, there's the same change in another proton. Oh my gosh. Right. So out of that form, this entrapment theory that we're all connected, even though we are separated, we are connected. Oh my goodness. Isn't that cool? And one of the things that they've explained is that this happens over time, meaning that the change stays. It is not like it's an instant change and then, you know, it it changes back. No, no, it stays over years. So how does this apply to relationships? Specifically, I'm going to use in this episode, your relationship with your parents. Okay. Now think about that. You came from your parents, right? So if two protons who are forced together and forced apart can have this, you came from people, right? Your, your birth mother, your birth father. You are connected to them. 
Okay. Now, listen, I know that this is a sensitive area for some people. Um, and I totally get that. So I want you, if this is causing you any stress as I'm talking about this, I want you to pause the, the podcast and I want you to do some deep breathing for a little bit and then come back to this and do that as many times as you need to. Okay. I know for me, as I was going through and really thinking about this for myself, I had some stuff come up that needed to be processed. That's a good thing. Okay. Don't try to avoid that stuff because once you process that, then you come into a greater place of healing. And that's the purpose of this podcast. Okay. All right. So we're, you know, a tribe of thinkers here. we like to learn. We like to grow. we like to increase our awareness, right? I, I would hope that if you're a listener to our podcast, that that's what you want to be. If this is the very first podcast that you were listening to here, the very first episode, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Uh, we, we sometimes scramble each other's brains on this podcast, just so you know. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, we can't really learn and grow and increase in our awareness unless we actually forgive our parents. Okay. Now here's why, how does this relate to thinking, right? Your mother. So, so now this goes beyond. So for example, if you have a birth mother and you have, um, maybe an adopted mother or you have a stepmother, uh, or a mother figure for that matter. Okay. The, the image of a mother that you saw as a child or the lack of one is the primary image of you as an adult woman. So if you ha- if you didn't have an image, right? Let's say you were, um, you know, raised by maybe your father. Um, you're, you're, you try to figure it out on your own, right? You're, you're looking around for other people like, okay, give me another example of how to do this thing called life. Same is true if you are a, a male. Your, your dad um, is a primary image of an adult man, right? So if you're a woman, your mom was the uh, image of your, an adult woman for you and your dad was the image of an adult man for you. Same is true for men, okay? And again, if you didn't have either one of those, you either tried to find a substitute or you're just trying to kind of figure things out as you go. That creates a subconscious autopilot program in you for how a man and woman should act. Okay. And also the relationship that your parents had, if they had one, also is another autopilot uh, program. Okay. Now, so I was thinking about this, you know, my dad, I was just thinking about a lot of, of just being with my dad and, uh, he taught me two life skills. Okay. These are really weird life skills, but this is what I remember. Two life skills. Number one, how to clean out a charcoal grill. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't really help me because my husband uses a gas grill, but you know, there you go. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, he deemed me as the person to, to be doing that job. Now, the second thing is that he taught me how to change a furnace filter. My dad was in heating and cooling and he knew the power of changing that filter every spring. Uh, and so I remember going to college and, and he, he would call, you know, regularly, Hey, did, did you change the filter? Yes, dad. I changed the filter. You taught me how to do that. Yes, I did. Did you put it in the right way? Yes, dad. I did. I promise. And so when my husband and I got married and I was like, okay, where's the, where's the furnace? You know, let me, let me, what kind of filters does it take? And he's like, what are you talking about? Why do we even know about this stuff? Cause his dad was also in heating and cooling. So he didn't think I knew any of it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this, this is like a thing, you know? Um, but then also I thought about my dad, what else did I learn? Cause that wasn't the only thing, right? 
Well, my dad worked all the time. He's since retired because uh, his, his body kind of broke down, actually. So he's, he's on disability at the moment because he worked himself basically to this point. Uh, so that was an example for me, right? That's not maybe the example I'm, I, I want to live. And so I'm trying to change that within myself. Uh, he was also an incessant reader. So if he was not working, he was home and he was reading. It was not uncommon for him to go through a book, um, you know, like a, a 300 page book in one night. Uh, he also still loves to play board games. Um, I remember there were times that I felt like it was sheer torture. I was probably 12 and he really wanted to play the board game of Risk. And Risk is one of these, uh, you have to conquer the whole world type board games, right? He loved it. Loves history, uh, loves geography, all that kind of stuff. But as a 12 year old, you're just like, oh my gosh, poke my eyes out, right? So, you know, I, I learned really quickly how to, uh, he thought I was really bad at the game. I wasn't really bad at the game. I, I learned how to be bad at the game. So he won against me. He conquered all my countries and then I could leave. That's what happened. Um, and he loves card games. So do I, I love that too. Um, but one of the things too, that he never did just, I think this was just, you know, he wasn't raised this way is he never listened to me. Like there was never any great conversations that we had. Um, and he never supported me in my goals. Although I will say this, that, uh, I, I played four sports a year. So he always had something to say about the sports. We were always talking about, you know, what could be better, that kind of thing. Um, but as far as life stuff goes, yeah, not so much. Right now contrast that, you know, with my husband, um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, uh, I love about my husband. There's some things that frustrate me and I'm going to share that just because of this example. Okay. When I get frustrated with him, it's because there's a difference between my expectation and reality, right? It's the story that I'm telling about what's going on. So I'm telling myself this, this story that he's not doing it right. Well, what is right and compared to who, right? And in reality, all I'm doing is I'm projecting my guilt or my, you know, perceived guilt onto Josh. Okay. Especially when I feel like he doesn't listen to me or support my goals. So in essence, what is happening is that, you know, when, when this interaction is happening between me and my husband, I'm connected just like those protons were, I'm connected to my relationship with my dad because my dad didn't listen and support me. Now, when Josh doesn't do it, it causes me lots of pain. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Now I've, I've noticed this actually being true for not only myself, but lots of different, um, coaching clients that come to me. And one of the things that we notice is the difference between, um, or connections, I guess you'd say, uh, specifically in these mother and daughter relationships. Okay. And I really think it's the entrapment and the autopilot idea. Um, so I'll give you a great example. There's one client that we're working on has a lot of issues with, with her mother. Um, however, she's got a teenage daughter. And so as she's coming and we're, we're working on, you know, how to, how to communicate with the teenage daughter, how to understand what's going on with her, how to understand how, what the, the daughter says and does is affecting the mom and, and how she can, um, really take care of that inside her. She's finding that her interactions with her mom, which have been typically very, upsetting. She says, I'm not, I'm not getting upset as much anymore. 
And I, I think that there is something there. Okay. So what, what is the fix for this whole entrapment theory? Huh? Great question. Honestly, I think it's forgiveness. Okay. That might not be what you want to hear, but I truly believe it's forgiveness. So, you know, if you want to know more about forgiveness, we've done a ton on this podcast. All you need to use, go to our search engine link. It's in the description and input forgiveness and you'll get a ton more info. Okay. When you forgive your mother, there is freedom for you, especially as a woman, um, to be who you want to be and to have other relationships with women. Same is true for men. You know, when you forgive your, your dad, you can be the version of, of the, the man that you want to be, and you can have other relationships with men. Now, the same is also true. If you women, if you forgive your father, you can have a different version in your head, just like change one proton, change the other, right? You, you bring out a different version of something that you could um, see a different way that you could see men. Okay. And you might change your relationships with men. Okay. So if that's true, why don't we forgive? Well, honestly, I think it, it gets right down to our ego, right? Because our ego loves several things. Now our ego is that little monster inside us that tries to keep us safe, but our ego loves pain, keeping you small, um, putting you on the attack and defense and kind of separating you from the herd, right? It, it sees this as a, a measure of safety. So for example, um, you know, let's say you've been hurt in, in relationships in the past and, you know, let's say with your dad, women with your dad, you, you, you had maybe a relationship that was either negative or non-existent. So your ego says, let's keep away from all men because that will just keep you safe, Right. Now it sees, your ego sees forgiveness, love, growth, and unity as the enemy, because somehow if you step into those, you're going to get hurt. Marianne Williamson uh, said it this way, we are not held back by the love we didn't receive in the past, but by the love we're not extending in the present. We're not held back by the love we didn't receive in the past, but by the love we're not extending in the present. Now, listen, I am not saying forgive your mother and your father and go be their best friend. There are some mothers and fathers who you need to stay away from. I am not saying forgive, you know, your, your husband or ex-husband, wife or ex-wife and, you know, be a part of their life. Sometimes you, you need to be a part. Okay. I'm not saying that at all. I'm merely saying entrapment theory, if it works for protons, it probably works for people. So if you want to change something, who's going to change? Let's say you had a negative, you know, relationship with your father. If you want to have a different relationship with your current husband or a, a future boyfriend, um, or just men that you work with might be the, the fix of forgiving your father releases some of that attachment you have, just like the protons. And it's going to change your relationship in the future, whether you talk to your father ever again or not. Okay. Um, there's a quote in the Course in Miracles that says the holiest of all spots on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. 
I love that. An ancient hatred has become a present love. Again, you can love somebody and not be with them. Okay. And you're not necessarily forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them to be no longer trapped in that, that connection. Okay. So the first thing that you need to do is to decide to forgive. Okay. Just decide that that's worth it to you. Okay. Honestly, that is the only true, the path to true freedom and awareness. That loving really releases pain. And when you deny love and denying love looks like, oh no, Michelle, you, you don't know what happened to me as a kid. Okay. I mean, like I can probably go story for story with you. You don't know what they did to me or what they said. Again, I could probably go story to story with you. Okay. But if you deny love in any way and you stay entrapped with this person, it does not hurt them. It hurts you. So you have a choice. Are you going to resist love by holding on to all of those grievances and being trapped by that? Or are you going to change your side of this proton-proton equation? Okay. And some, some people I've actually heard this. Well, if I forgive them and release them, then they're going to have a better life and I don't want that. Okay. You're, you're not ready to forgive yet. You don't see the value of forgiving or the reason why you should forgive. That's okay. Keep working on that part of it. But when you get to the point where you're like, forgiveness is about me and what I need right now, and it has nothing to do with the other person and you go and you walk that journey, guess what? The end result is because you, you change you, you might change them too because of this entrapment theory. That's just an added blessing and a bonus. You just added to the universe. Congratulations. But if that's going to be the thing that keeps you holding back from forgiving another person, then you're not ready to forgive yet. Just keep working on it. Okay? Hey, I hope this was helpful today. I hope this got you really thinking. I, I know sometimes I throw out the quantum physics stuff and then you guys send me an email and you're like, what? What is this? And you know, if you really want to know more about it, I have some sources, but I, I have the sneaky suspicion that most of you are just putting up with me when I, when I bring this up. But, um, anyway, I hope it was helpful. I hope that you really got something out of it. So, um, man, thank you so much for showing up today. I really appreciate it. Again, I never, ever, ever take it lightly when anybody chooses to spend time with me in my work. So thank you so much. And with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.